is doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and I think that's another key thing that I have to write down for my year, that I have to seek the Holy Spirit <coughs> and let Him work through me. I was talking to someone about goals and stuff, and someone was like, well, it needs to be smart, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-sensitive. I was just like, ah, I get that. I, I think there's multiple levels of motivation, and that's one way to manufacture motivation, you know? <clears throat> But when I think about what I wrote down for my cousin, it's more of a philosophical motivation than a manufactured one. Mm. Like, you know, if, if you put, I want to make $100,000 by December of 2019. Like, I can, I can read those every day and I can see them. But then I think my activity would follow according to that goal. Whereas if I wrote down the goals, like I want to be <clears throat> trusted by my partners. I want, it, I want them to trust me with their business. You cannot measure that. I'm, I don't need to measure that. I'm going to work the same way, sort of. Maybe even more. Um, the, you might have the same activities. But I think it'll, it's a better quality of life. Than well, if you're just that, like beating yourself up over, I want to make $100,000. I think the goals <coughs> that are of this world have to be measurable, have to be, because are the things that don't matter. And right. the things that matter, they cannot be measured right. in a scale. So like when Jesus said, go and make disciples, it's not that. You, he and say, go and make 200, or 200 disciples. Go and make whatever amount of disciples by this time in this yeah. in this um, way. He just say, go and make heaven. That's that's a goal, and that's the kind of the, the highest goal that we have. I almost said I will. <laughs> I almost said I will um, invest in 12 men's lives. I was like, what if? He doesn't want me to invest in 12 men's lives. Just one. Or 13. 15. Like, I think that's why like a spiritual goals cannot be measurable in in the measurements of this world. I think, so I think it, it goes to, to a different level. It's it's okay. <clears throat> if you are in control of your own life, you're gonna set your own goals. Yeah. But if you're not in control of your own life and you trust someone else to direct your life you're you just obey you just listen and obey and that's why i think it's important that just because he knows the numbers you don't yeah you just you just go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna live every day to the best that i can listen to the holy spirit and obey i mean that is hard it's hard to obey right i mean i remember when we wrote down we're gonna obey And it was very soon after we just like forgot, I, I forgot about it. And it took us a couple of years to get that, that frame back out, remember? It said, we will obey God. 
But I think we always had it anyways in our hearts because we were following. We wanted to. God. I, I know. I, I think I it mean, went. We always. I always I, been I following. I think it, it was in. I think it was in the head, but it wasn't in the heart, and it was barely in the hands. For me, for me. Because then I was. Well, I think for me, I've been always trying to obey God since I found Him since I was a little girl. Okay, Mrs. And that's not that's not saying that I'm better than you, but I'm just saying like it's been always in my mind because I, I have been Christian for that long, and I guess that's the goal for a Christian, at least someone that take it seriously that you want to be well, on you God's want to. wheel. You want to, and you and you you give what you can to to do that and then God takes that of course he's not gonna require complete obedience at the beginning because it's a process so it's like he takes us from one thing to another to another to another we are like I feel like we are going up in our levels of obedience first it has to be like a little kid you cannot expect of a little kid to wash dishes and do laundry unless it's David but, <laughs> but like you, you you ask them for obedience in the very little things like if you ask them come here then you go the kid goes or if, I feel like that's how it's in God's way too it's little by little we get into different levels of obedience and I think that's and how I think we it was are good to write it down but in my mind has always been that we need to I need to obey God. That's th- my goal. I think, I think it. That's how we as humans do it. But I think there, you can be a little bit quicker in obedience. I well, mean, we all can be, well, but not. But, but in our flesh, it's hard. <clears throat> I know that's we, the issue, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's a process because when we come to God, we come in our flesh. That's all we know or flesh and then we did decide to follow and he's like okay i'm gonna take you in this process but like i say it's obedience first in the very basic little things and then he takes us to different levels which i think like for example obedience in the level of trust is it's it's a higher level than obedience in pray or read the bible you know so which I don't even see in the Bible that we are supposed to read the Bible because that's not what it was, I guess, in the past. We have the books or whatever. Well, I mean, it's just but many... But what I'm con- saying... Yeah, I mean, getting to know God in prayer and, and in, in His Word. But, like, when He's like, okay, you know this theory you've been reading, you've been praying, now you have to obey me in your trust like don't distrust me and it's like a higher level I feel like that's for me what these years have been tested on in trust which in the past maybe I was tested in smaller things because in my flesh I couldn't comprehend these other parts (coughs) like like commission sales commissioning them I don't know. I mean, trusting in someone else, me, doing what I do. Like, 
not trusting me, but trusting that God will provide through that situation. Right? I mean, you wanted to walk on water. You're the one that prayed that. Scared me. <laughs> and, uh, walking on water. Well, it's scary, but at the same time, it's a miracle. It's scary. Is, and it's. Which not everyone can experience that. And it's exciting. And I think very few people want to experience that because oh, yeah. it's a crazy time. Well, it's and I don't know no how control. I said it, but I said it from my heart. And God, I'm sure God wanted me to say that because oh. He is growing us. But um, I got to the point where I say I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I want to walk in water. I just want to go back to safety. Now. Which. Now what? What do you think? Now it's joy. I want to be joyful in every situation. And I want to enjoy the ride. Like they say. Yeah. Remember that series that we, we went through? Which one? Enjoy. Huh? Enjoy. No, I don't remember. It was a series. Yeah. It's good. I think, <laughs> I think we were in James. What time is it? Hmm? What time is it? Six fifty-six. I felt my whole life I've been living in so much worry and and with in in my. Safety in my safety, how you call it? In my safe area, whatever. Comfort zone. But even in that comfort zone, I I hadn't experienced joy. I was just like there in a way, afraid, in a way, anxious, and many times sad before I have my kids. Your kids. My kids are kids. But like, I feel like God is trying to transport me from that fear and that anxiety and that safe area to where like, I have to trust him, but trust him, not just Sean loves. <laughs> Showtime. But like I want to be able to experience that trust in joy. Have you ever experienced joy? Ever? I think there is a yes answer there. Yes, when I when I held my kids. You had a bundle of joy. My bundles of joy. (laughs) I have experienced joy when I see them happy when I when I see you happy that feels me it's interesting that joy is more when for other people right like when you give 
like we said earlier, it's it's better to to give and to receive. Like I think we get wrapped up in trying to get 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 receive receive receive, so that we can find happiness. Which yes, you can be happy, right? And like they said, happiness is different from joy. Mm-hmm. We're always seeking happiness. Happenings. Happenings. <laughs> happiness. Yeah, because joy, I don't think, is selfish. It has to be about others. It has to be about what, God, what makes God happy. Right? It's mm-hmm. not what, what makes me happy. It's what, what makes God happy. I feel that's the only way we can experience joy. Because if it's about us, we'll never be happy. Or we never have joy, I guess. Because it's like... Like, joy. Like, when I saw Michael come here to Texas and then and then eventually get baptized. There's nothing that I get out of that. Mm-hmm. But you receive joy. Or joy when you see people, other people, not just Michael, getting baptized. It's like or, like, that men's group that went down to Mexico and gave. Mm-hmm. And we all gave. And saw some of them open up and just I need to get, reconnect with them <laughs> but like that's joy cause there's I don't know and you have it you have it with your group right <laughs> huh Mm-hmm. I like it when people say that says that they feel blessed to have that group because they are being filled by what we do in the group and well who we are. So of course that gives me joy because I know God is using us to to bless others or to just help us to grow in our faith. Yeah. But, um, I guess this it's, um, a thing that's hard to comprehend too I guess how try to describe or or Define. give a definition of a yeah. but I don't know for me like when when you see like I see Sean like on fire like that's joy I don't know, honestly, the small group, I don't feel like very joyful there anymore. (coughs) 
I think it's just a new season. I think if we get comfortable there, it just won't be good. So I think that's why we just need to stop seeking comfort. And that's why I've said what I've said and done what I've done. <coughs> I felt like... No, but what did you say to them that they won't make them feel like, oh, you just don't want to be with us anymore. You don't want to do life with us anymore. Like, what did you say to them that when, if you want to leave and then you say, well... What do you say to them? Like, what... what? It's not about negative things. It's about positive things. It's, I want to go do ministry where I want to go after these certain families who are not connected and connect with them. Mm. I don't want to disconnect you guys from anything. I don't want to cut you off. And I, I don't plan on doing that. I mean, it, it's not my job to keep everyone connected. So put in the work. Stay connected. If you get disconnected... is it, it, Am I responsible for that? <clears throat> I mean, even even Jesus sent them out. Even Paul sent, left, and started new things, you know? And if we're going to disciple people, we're going to have to go. Move on. It's not about moving on. It's about letting something grow on its own strength. I mean, you're not going to feed steak to adults. You're not going to feed them milk. They don't. They don't need just milk anymore. They can self-feed. And I think that's where the our church is headed. It's not our job to feed them. Well, I think it never was because we <coughs> we were always a part of the rest of the group. We weren't the leaders. We weren't anything else. We were leaders at one time. Yeah, one small, very small time, and we weren't really feeding anyone. It was more like everyone was sharing and we all were the same like I say I don't never see like oh we were the leaders you're, you're gonna do as we say or you're gonna follow what we say that's the beauty of it though right is that we weren't leading by an iron fist we were leading because people followed us I we there's there's leaders and there's managers. So, serving with joy, 
for 2019 for me in the in the spirit well i guess otherwise i wouldn't have joy anyways if i didn't have the spirit so my my sheet my cousin <clears throat> i was tempted to put 2019 but honestly i i think it's i'm just forever. gonna keep that forever <laughs> and then tweak it as as things change Reevaluate maybe every year, but for me it has to be the same too because I always want to serve God. I mean, the goal is the goal is is to do this for eternity. But not finances, though. No, to always be a debt forgiver for eternity. I mean, maybe maybe. We won't be able to give later. I don't know, but I mean, for the rest of my life, I want to be a debt free giver. That's I can do that. That, that that's not something that I'd have to change. I I wouldn't. Maybe next year I won't be saying, "Okay, I need to get out of debt." Maybe next year I is I need to stay out of debt, but I can still be a debt free giver. That's my goal is to be a debt forgiver. So I think so I want it to be more of a long term mindset. Miss crazy how God changes our minds as we walk with him. Cause we think we are someone but then, as we walk, we start becoming someone else, like the person that God wants us to be. And then, everything you thought you wanted to be, and everything you thought you wanted to do, is like it's not there anymore. It's like it seems like it was someone else. Me? No, I guess everyone that we're, we are on God's way, because I feel like in our flesh before we got, we know God we like, we're like oh I want all these things I want to be this person and then we meet God and then God is like okay let's start this and then the process starts and maybe at the very beginning you still want to be who you wanted to be but then God starts transforming us and then we are like oh I didn't even like what I thought I wanted to do or what I thought <laughs> I wanted to be I still want to be a racer huh? I still want to be a racer Eraser? Yeah. For what? Driving cars. I'm <laughs> just <What>? kidding. <laughs> I remember, I like cars. <laughs> just, no. I, don't, I don't know. Well, I think for me, it was like a lot of that worldly success that I wanted to experience. And it was in my mind since I was young. No, like I want to be because I think that's what the world feeds us all the time. You have to be successful. You have to have money. You have to do these things to feel good. And I thought I wanted all that, and I thought I was caught to do that. I'm like, like, I'm intelligent. I'm strong. I can do all these things. And then as I walk with God, and like He shows me, well, you're not that strong. <laughs> 
But you are not that bright. You are not that God wants me to feel dumb, but like I need him to become strong and I need him to become wise and I need him to be successful in, in what really matters and fix my soul. So I'm like, we need to in- decrease things, so we can increase. All these things that I thought it was the like the final goal, the ultimate are like not even in the picture anymore and I'm like what? Like how how did this happen? Like it's a big shift. And that's when you I think when you realize well it has to be God because otherwise how will I just change my mind from this to these things that I cannot even see or that I cannot <laughs> even like be a mom. <laughs> huh? <laughs> or just in general, like, I want to serve instead of being served. I want to... I want to love instead of just being loved. I want to be... make a difference in other people's life instead of... instead of other people doing that for me. I don't know, it's just... Weird. You want to be a giver instead of a receiver. What? And I think that's where, like, people. I think that's the things that people need to hear to know that God is real because we could never show a God, like, a physical thing that is, like, here, this is God and this is why He's real, but in our change of mind that got that people can see that you think because i think some people are so blinded by by these material things but these visible things that we they cannot comprehend how there is a god or how there is like eternal life or how all these spiritual things are or work but when we share with them that change in our minds, in our lives, in our, in our goals, whatever, it's like, people are like, oh, that, they cannot deny that, because that's, that's what, we, what we're experiencing, that's what, who we are. So I feel like sometimes I, like, I get overwhelmed by how, does, how, do people, how people are going to really believe, how people are really trust, how people are really know that there is a God if sometimes I even find myself doubting but when I see all the when I reflect on all those things that God has made and done in my life it's like of course it has to be a God because this is happening in my life and in my heart and in my thoughts and then other people can also be impacted by that but I don't know It's so hard to see people that fully trust God, that fully follow Him. I think that's what the Bible says, there are very few the ones that are going to be saved. Because I think a lot of us just prefer to follow. I mean, you even see it in the church, unfortunately. Yeah, like, that's that's the sad thing. Like, it's just very few, the ones that really want to do something and that want to serve God they want to just like, give Mike, themselves away Michael was saying 
it was a Facebook group, and he was saying that the singles groups and stuff, they were just a bunch of single people who called themselves Christian for the sake of finding a community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you got these guys that are like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I think, uh, I don't know, whatever. But they're not doing anything of value. They're just, it's a networking group for them. It's just, it is sad. Because they think they're doing something great. But they're, they're not. And I feel that people that are really doing something great, we don't even know about them because they are not out there to proclaim to the world what they're doing. They're just doing what God called them to do. Like all these missionary people that we don't even know about, all these people that are unseen for many, but that God is using them and... That's why I think that's another reason for me that to just reject that leadership word in the church because I get it. It's so vain many times. It's just it's just a word that brings pride, a word that brings jealousy, a word that brings a lot of things that are not in God's path or children be. And I get it too that we are supposed to be light, which makes us leaders or makes us someone to look to, up to, but not with the title. It's just like we are just servants. Yeah. I remember I set the, the, the structure of the group as the church on the bottom serving everyone above including us as leaders on the bottom and then above us were the individual the group's leaders the missions leaders the fellowship and then the activities whatever leaders above us and then their teams above them the upside down triangle pyramid (laughs) and then I don't know. Yeah. I can see that. I got feel everyone wants to be a leader, but no one wants to be in a prayer group. Everyone wants to direct. There's a prayer group. Many things. But no one wants to really pay the price. So it's just like just vanity. Vanity of vanities, like Solomon said. (laughs) Well, in the beginning, last year when I took up that role, like I. There was nothing. There was nothing there. Well, you didn't talk it. You, I mean, you... I picked you, it up. I said, I said, I'll do it. I, I mean, after a month, I prayed about it and said, all right, I think I'll do it. And in the beginning, it was... I'm not... 
I mean, obviously I wasn't doing it for the role title or anything. But then it started to turn into doing it things my way and, and I don't know. I think that's why I just said, you know, I'm, my mind is changing. I don't think it's, I'm doing the right thing anymore. I mean, I think, I think the structure was still good. I just think that I wasn't sure if I trusted my own, what I was thinking anymore. And so I said, I think someone else should pick it up that's not thinking about it the way I'm thinking about it. they want me to because they used to ask me to be part of the announcements and stuff as the leader of the Mm -hmm. then they stopped and I was like why (laughs) and then I started reading the book Hero Maker making a hero instead of being the hero so I was like you know what I think that's a good time to turn it over and let someone else be the hero in this. Let someone else be in the spotlight. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not about making heroes either. The hero is just going to be God all the time. Just one. No more. We, are, we all are just instruments. We are not supposed to be heroes. Well, it's, it's about making disciples. But like you say, those words just make you deceived. The words leader, hero, you are the captain, you are the... At the end, we are no one, we are dust. That's what we are. It's so, like, against humility and against what Jesus showed us. Like, certainly, God came and was born in a manger. Like, what the heck is that? And it was God. He could have had a star to hold him. I don't know. It's, it's just so ridiculous how the opposite of all these words Jesus showed us. And we still hang on to those words. We still want to be called that. We still want to be in the spotlight. Like, hmm. This makes me so mad. And you know, I was. I also wanted to be in the spotlight in a point in my life where I was just like, I'm just gonna be on the top. And I'm gonna show who I am, and I and I think God, in His grace, saw my heart that I really wanted to be with Him, that I really wanted to follow Him, and and He kind of closed all the doors for me to be in that position, and for me to be 
that person that I thought I could be. And it was hard to me to comprehend because I'm like, I'm capable. Why is this thing not working? Why is this my desires of doing these things are, are not oh, like, kind of following like, through? Like just, just being a leader. Like you, like we were talking, we were talking about the war leader. I want to lead. I want to be in the top. I want to do these things. And well, guess what? It's like you don't have the opportunities. You don't have maybe in my mind I thought what it takes to be there but now I understand in a way God saved me from those things God saved me from worldly success so I could understand what was best and I really feel so blessed that those things didn't come to me because if they would have come I would have been I would have, I would have been so lost and stuck so lost yes in my mind and in my in my vanity in my wrongness just in in lies really but god didn't let me go through that so i could <laughs> by forced in a way i feel like i was forced by god to walk the right path <laughs> and not obtain any of that and now know how horrible that thing is how against him all those things are and I really don't claim to be humble or to be whatever but I just feel like it makes me so angry all those things that I don't even want to think about them because it's ridiculous in my mind to to think that we can be someone if at the end we're just like I say servants, instruments, dust and like God like the Bible says he remembers that we are dust and that's why he has mercy on us. That's why he is faithful. That's why he still forgives us because he knows what we are. Yeah. And it's so humbling just to accept that we are that we're just dust. We are no one. And if he uses us, we are so blessed to be used by him. So, so God uses me to be a disciple maker. Us. God uses us. Because that's the only way I feel like we're going to find that joy that, that at least I want. I'm sure you want that joy too. That we can be used by Him. And forget about the rest. I think that's the difference between those that those Kazon statements that I have now and what I've had in the past I think this year or this new one it's about I think every one of them is about giving it's about me not not about me getting because before it was about what I'm gonna do what I'm gonna get 
But this year, this new one, I mean, God uses me as a disciple maker. I'm going to invest, we're going to invest in, I'm going to invest in men, and then we're going to invest in couples. But it's going to be through the Holy Spirit leading us to those people, and us just obeying. And it's not about us receiving anything. And then, <clears throat> like, for my family, it's not about me getting love, not me getting anything. It's about that you guys know that I love you. And how can anyone love? I, I mean, I've got to give you my love first. Well, I mean, you can love me anyway, but I, I, I need to love you guys first. I need to expect to love you first, not just to take advantage of your love. It's a mutual giving of love, not to get. It's unconditional for each other. For our kids, well... It's how we treat God <laughs> sometimes. But I, I expect that the kids are going to love us the way that God taught us to love Him. Because God gave first so that we can love Him. And then for, for business... It's not about receiving. It's about giving. It's about giving them all that I have in business so that they can trust me. I need to do it ethically and efficiently. <laughs> and that's about giving them my effort, my best effort. It's not about expecting them to give me anything of value. Creating value from, for them and then hoping, praying that they just would want to give it back to me. But that's not the motivation. And then yeah, giving my body as a, as a temple for the Holy Spirit. So taking care of this muffin top. I guess that's also something that is uh, hard to deal with our bodies. Well, that's the biggest challenge I think for me. But I think it. I think it's very important the body because the mind is part of the body. Healthy mind is part of a healthy body. And if I don't have a healthy body, then it's harder to but have a healthy body. But that also kind of got the opposite. Like, you cannot have a very healthy body and have a healthy mind. But I feel like the first thing is to be spiritually healthy so that your body follows. Because a lot of people, I mean, most of people focus on the body. 
and the Bible says, like even Paul say, don't focus on, on the on the on the body side because that doesn't. I think it's like matter a, as much as what we do to serve God. You know what know. I'm referring to, like the the verse where it says that that the physical exercise or physical whatever doesn't. Um, how does it says? It says it doesn't. Like, yeah, it's not as important. It I, is important, but, like, I feel like... It starts... It has to be first. What? what first, what is first? Because there's tons of people that focus on their body, and they live in that, in just oh, that little area. Oh, yeah. where, like, it's just about them eating healthy, them being so well, not because and, and, <laughs> and having... And them making that their, their God. And doing... Yeah, living just right. in vanity, but... Right. And I think that's why it's it's a spoke. I think God's the hub, and it's part of the spoke. But at the same time, it's like a... If you... I think it's like a wheel. Like, if you turn on the, the healthy body side, then the healthy mind will, will follow. But at the same time, if you neglect it, and then it, it's a bad body... And your your I mean, mind it has will, to go hand to hand. I think it's like, at the same time. Yeah. And it, in fact, it, it it's like a spiral. Yeah, because I know like a lot of very spiritual people that are very big. Like, and you say it also kind of doesn't match. Although they have a physical condition that makes them be obese or overweight. But like, if you do it hand by hand like we're saying it's like okay you're gonna be taking care first of our spirit but let's also take care because of that of my body then it just matches well I think for me it's anytime I've worked out I feel good and because I feel good I can go do things better and I'm not as sluggish lazy I'm more motivated so, if I know that I'm more motivated after working out and after being healthy... I think healthy, more than work, work, working out is what you feel, feel, like you feel for your body, like what you eat. Well, I mean, it's all of that. It's all of that. Sometimes, just with changing your, your diet makes you feel much better, even though you don't work out. Right. But like you feel like when we were doing but the still, keto thing, but still we it's, felt like so aware. Like so. Yes, but also at the same time... I still didn't feel like I, hundred percent. Like if I, if I did, food, and working out, which working out is strength and cardio, I'd feel so much better. Yes. And then my, because I mean, if I know that my that healthy. Healthy, healthy body if I know healthy body gives me a healthy mind wouldn't I want to in order to get a healthy mind get a healthy body like and if I knew that a healthy mind helped me work better helps me in other areas of my life I think it just depends on the situation because for me it's not like I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out all this time but I don't have sometimes that 
luxury in a way because I have the kids because we don't have enough money to pay for a class or for a gym or whatever and I mean I think that's what I'm saying when if we feel our bodies first better then we are gonna feel different even well, if we don't work out right because not all of us have that luxury to do to luxury of time or luxury of money or luxury of just yeah being able to work out i mean i, I mean can. it requires time it requires money it requires bright clothes i mean no i mean it could just be simply like playing tag with the kids at home <laughs> i remember i used to get that was my cardio <laughs> but i mean obviously i obviously it's better if you have the right tools for the right job but i mean if if finances are determined by work and work is determined by healthy mind and healthy mind is determined by a healthy body wouldn't I want to put a and healthy bodies is determined also by diet and exercise wouldn't I put want to put that work in with the diet, diet and exercise to get the healthy body yeah, to get the healthy mind course. to get the healthy work to get the healthy budget. Yeah. I mean. Yep. But yep. that's that's the <laughs> that's the weak area in this whole puzzle is health. We are not sick, Chris. I'm not saying we're sick. It's not. It's but not. A, it's not that it's, weak. It, it's a weak area because diet exercise. And diet, you know, just what we, we eat. We are I'm not, not we diet. are not also eating all the time in McDonald's or eating in bad places. Look, Maybe you do because you get out and you do your own thing. Look, no, I'm all I'm saying is this make me feel that I'm taking such bad care of you with no. like with the diet that we follow, like Okay, exercise. I've been putting an effort to and then you just make me feel like crap because you're like, Oh wait, I just not doing anything. No, I'm just saying if like I said, did you hear me? Okay. If if all that stems from having a healthy body then well I used to be healthy you made me unhealthy (laughs) (laughs) my point isn't I'm not blaming anything anyone any 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 I'm just blaming myself because really the truth is I haven't spent time exercising I could I could do okay I don't want to talk about stuff. that it's just so look I'm just saying look not important to me what the exercising part I feel like the the important thing is to eat healthy the exercise is an extra and it's, some, it's like a luxury I say Look. But if if you want to insist on that and, and make excuses to make it so important, it's fine. Go ahead. Don't do that with your fingers. I just think that I feel better 
when I exercise. And I feel lazier when I don't. Okay, I already heard that 10,000 times. Not when you don't know what you're doing. Anyway, so I'm gonna write that down, I guess, and then that's gonna be my what? 2019 joy serving all serving those to joy. the Holy Spirit with joy. God, which will be my family, my closest friends, and people that come to my life with a purpose from God. And I don't know if you, the thing that, the class that you want me to take, are you still thinking on that? Are you still praying about it? Well, I kind of haven't been praying. I'm just trying to think about it. Pray about it. I mean, I think I can do it. I think in a way I'm just being... I'm scared of that, of not liking it and then not following through or just having having it as a waste if that doesn't work out. I guess that's my main concern, that I don't want it to be a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of investment in any way. But of course I want to help the economy of the house if if I can be part of something. And Yeah, I mean, I'm getting leads right now that are coming from out of state, they need to sell their house. You can get paid on that. You can get paid on the sale of the house. Well then, let's do it. I'm like I said. I'm just, I was just afraid of things not working out and just having it later on as just a waste. I mean, like if you think two thousand or two hundred thousand dollars, three percent, six thousand dollars, and then you you get. 20% of that. I guess what I'm also saying is that I need well, the support. In this case, if I'm going to do it, I need to make sure that I'm going to have the time to do it, that I'm going to that I can focus. That I don't have to be asking you, "Hey, can I do this?" because then it just becomes like a I'm feeling that I'm doing putting a burden in I want you to support me and say, hey, let's just do this, these days, these times, and this is your time that you can have for that. The class? Yeah. Like, if I, if you, if you feel that a thousand dollars is too much and we can do it for less, and then, like I said, I just need to make sure I'm gonna have the time. Because of course I feel bad spending a thousand dollars if we can spend two fifty, but. Like I say, I don't know if I'm going to follow through that if I don't have the support or if I don't have the time to do it. So I guess it's just now I'm saying, okay, I'll do it, but support me. How are you going to do it? Think about it if you need to. Yeah, I'll support you. I mean... Consider it 
you supported. <laughs> yeah, but how are we gonna do it? Like, well, now we need to make a plan for that. And then we start whenever we're supposed to start. Well, with the app, 